Welcome to Sandlot Sports. I am Adam Capison. I am here with Dorian Cody. I don't know what the Orlando Magic is going to do with this draft. I, I know exactly what they're going to do, and we'll get to that. <laughs> and I'm no, here we, with DJ Thomas. We can get to it right now. It's called fuck it, fuck it <laughs> yeah, up. We're going to fuck it up. That's exactly what they're going to do. They ain't going to fuck it up. They're going to trade it for two role play- players and three future first round picks. No, after no, 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 no. <laughs> See, if you follow the Magic message boards. They are going to select the next Giannis. Who's that? They believe the Magic fans that have deluded themselves into believing that Chet Holgram is the next Giannis Antetokounmpo. Oh, absolutely! If he does steroids, <laughs> he does like a massive amount of steroids. Oh, Giannis was bigger than him when he came in. The league. Yeah, right, Chet, right, dude. I, I think you're bigger than of... he is now. Chet's, I, no. like, <laughs> Chet's like I have a condition skin. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I thought I was told he was a mixture of KD and uh, Giannis. Well, is what I saw in message board too. He's highly offensively skilled, but I just don't know how much that's going to matter when you're built like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I saw plays someone say that power forward, small. right? Isn't the position he plays? Well, don't worry, that power doesn't translate anymore. That doesn't work. We talked about this a couple of weeks ago. It's just Draymond Green. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> just. Let's look at the power forwards at his his position in his division. Okay, th- this will be fun. So you've got John Collins. That, that's a good matchup. Okay, you've got, who else do you have? Um, Miles Bridges. Um, he might have the same view about playing defense that I do, whereas <laughs> if I outscore you, I play defense. <laughs> oh, 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 P.J. Tucker. Oh, he'll shoot right over the top of him. P.J.'s <laughs> only 6'7". Chet's a legit 7 foot. And like Kyle Kuzma. That's just his division. Oh. I don't think anybody's worried about Kyle's Kyle Kuzma. I just don't think I don't think so. Man, I could be wrong. Maybe somebody somebody somewhere is worried about him. I know the Lakers wish they had him back. That's for sure. Speaking of the Lakers and players on the Lakers, um, somebody brought up a, a good question to me: Is Andrew Wiggins where would his career have been had LeBron not gone back to Cleveland in the trash? Well, I mean, look look at him now. He was the number one draft pick. He was right. traded. Before he even played a game for Cleveland, traded to Minnesota, yeah. and was you know he was a good player. It wasn't horrible, but he was considered a bust because he was a number one draft pick. Goes out to Golden State, finds a great situation, and has blossomed into being to being the player that he could have been. Also, too, you got to credit culture, right? Yeah. So he's a prime example of in the right culture, guys can actually flourish. So. What so uh, so it, it says it says okay so Minnesota what what did Minnesota or lack of what Minnesota well, had to where Golden State was able to get him to well, the, see the, I disagree on it being a culture thing it's a, I'm not a number one thing he's now a number three and that's okay fair enough yeah fair I don't enough. think he was ever number one he shouldn't he was he, I don't think he's a leading scorer on any team so he's like a he's like a higher how can I put it he's like a glorified role player like he, he's he's uh, he took over for andre andre Iguodala. okay he took over quite well right yeah that's what he's doing because yeah. he's, he's a better scorer he's just younger and well okay know, probably he, more he's, athletic he's a better maybe. scorer now he's a better scorer on the warriors than Iguodala was don't okay. forget Iguodala when he played for philly and he played for denver he was a beast that's how op- how open can you be as the third option behind Steph Curry and Clay Thompson like let's just be honest okay not only Steph Curry and Clay Thompson but Steph Curry Clay Thompson and that ball movement yeah people that's forget fine. that it's not just Clay and Steph chucking threes up that's what is going on in Miami yeah. no this is ball movement this is find the open man get good shots yeah and, and also too oh, go ahead. 
and and that you know going back to culture think mm-hmm. about what the warriors have done okay mm-hmm. they went to five straight nba finals yeah. which is hard enough as it is exactly. missed the playoffs twice because they were ravaged by injury mm-hmm. and then now are one win away which could be tonight from going back to the nba finals mm-hmm. i can't think of another team that's been like that in mm-hmm. any sport yeah i think you're on some you're right and also too, to talk about the warriors team uh you also I mean, got to give jordan pool uh credit too because now which i don't know why dallas is comfortable leaving him open he's proven that because they don't have a choice they're yeah. constantly moving around that's true, that's true. I mean, and, and i go back to the ball movement you got stephen clay who can shoot it from anywhere and that ball zips that yeah. that steve kerr coming from you know, popovich coming from that system knowing how to get get the ball to move around Let's not forget what the Spurs did to the Heat in that final series when they went in pissed off. Oh, yeah. The Boston Celtics appeared in 10 straight finals. But but that was my point. My point was when it went five in a row, had a break, had a two-year gap, and then where they didn't make the playoffs, and then immediately are going back. Yeah, but that was all injury-driven. It's not like it was personal. Yeah, Yeah, that's how it was. But um, 10 straight, holy crap. Yeah. It's, it's, Maybe it's, that's what that's why Boston fans are so fucking obnoxious. That's what it is. It's like their grandfathers and their fathers grew up in this era where like they were the the bee's knees of all sports franchises. Well, and mm-hmm. let's not, let's not forget that when when Boston went to uh, ten straight finals, there was like twenty teams in the league yeah. tops and like maybe 10 really good players yeah. maybe half, half of them were on boston <laughs> yeah which is another question so i i know we're getting to a lot because we've been out for a couple of weeks but bear with me okay so i'm going to go off of something that jj reddick said but i'm going to yeah. ask you guys a question first name the top 10 players in the nba right now Giannis, Giannis, mm-hmm. kd kd john morant okay steph curry okay mm-hmm. uh luca 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 for sure yeah Jokic. Mm-hmm. Uh, Embiid. I mean, after this year, yes. Okay. So, I want to put Booker in there. Okay. We can. Okay. We can, we can do, do whoever you and want. We, and we still haven't gotten to LeBron. I love this. Okay. Jason Tatum is Tatum a, t- a top ten player? Oh, I think so. I yeah. think he's the end of this season. If he can, if he can maintain this level, absolutely. Yeah. So ten. Oh, did we say we said Giannis? Right. You said Giannis, Giannis number one. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So do we have to put LeBron? You don't have to. Sure does. I, I mean, respectfully, I I would say LeBron ten. Okay, so we said we said Tatum was number nine and Curry was like four. Okay, mm-hmm. JJ Redick said last week that you cannot win an NBA championship without a top five player on your roster. Hmm. So if that's true, then Golden State has already won the title. Well, let me ask you this: uh, Who is the top five player in the NBA on Detroit Pistons roster? I was just like, you read my mind. Yeah. Yep. That. <laughs> Yeah, but that's the thing, though. That Pistons team, I think, was the last true team without a super-duper star to win a title. And the last couple of years, uh, Duncan was in the league. They didn't have a top-five player because Parker was already on decline also, and they still squeezed yeah. a couple of titles out of that team. So what, what, have we, what have we learned? That you either need a top-10 talent, I'm going to put, yeah. or you need great coaching. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, again, has Golden State already clinched the title? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's well. Jason Kidd, he has his hands full because it's like what Luca's doing offensively. It, it seems as if what what Kerr has told the Warriors that hey, you know what? We're gonna play good defense on Luca. He's gonna get his. Make sure that no one else get there. And he's literally dribbling, 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 scoring. And you can tell he's before. He's like, can anybody fucking help me? 
Can anybody, I'll just but anyway, tell you, you if, can you see how we score? In the offseason, if they're any if they find any way to dig up shooting, the Dallas Mavericks should be dangerous for a while. But they they have to find shooters because it is crippling them right now. They're relying on people to get hot, which is not a good strategy. That's not a good strategy. And the thing is, the thing is with the Warriors, there are three guys on that starting lineup to get you 35 any night. Yeah, that's that's tough. And then go down there and still play defense yeah. with Draymond Green and Wiggins and well, see, um, it, Kevin Looney and all them. And there, there is a difference between Golden State's offense and Miami's defense. Mm-hmm. Golden State's offense is damn good, but they do play good defense. Not mm-hmm. shut down. You know, we're going to hold you under ninety defense. Right. But they play defense well enough where that that offense will make you want to press. Miami's defense is suffocating, but they can only hold out so long. Mm-hmm. And if they're not scoring like like the other night, they're done. Yeah. Almost always in the NBA, great offense would be great defense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great, great ball movement will beat a great defense. I'll tell you what, I, in my opinion, in basketball, timely defense is more important than great defense. <clears throat> it's it's breaking runs. If you can break runs, yep, yeah, you don't have to stop the whole run. But if you can break them and get a couple points in there and keep it manageable, um, it's not like football. Great defense can almost always beat the great offense. Well, and, and people forget that one of the most memorable plays of all time in the '98 Finals started with a great defensive play. Jordan Jordan, shot Jordan ripped Carl Malone. Exactly. People forget that half of that play from the weak side. Yep. Jordan came around, stripped Malone. No one all touched the ball. For the rest of the game, <laughs> you know, beautiful championship. Yep. So, but if, if we're gonna talk about championships, we have to talk about lack thereof. And um, what the fuck happened to Phoenix? Ooh. Fake tough um, guys. Mm-hmm. I mean, did, did Chris I'm serious. Talk- I think they're fake tough guys. All right, I'll say this for okay. Isaiah Thomas said something about three years ago about uh, Chris Paul, and now I kind of see what he's saying. He's saying that he's saying that the thing he said the reason why he don't think uh, I'm. Well, the reason why he don't think that Chris Paul can get to the next level winning championship because he says Chris Paul plays it safe. What he mean by that is he was like, he said, if you think of all the great point cards, like when the game was on the line, like they're going to put the ball in their hands. And if they have to score, they will score. They're not concerned about stats, not concerned about assists. They're like, hey, you know what? The ball's in my hands. I am going to score. And he said that with Chris Paul, he sees a lot of, he sees him playing more safe. And in the last series against Dallas, like I kind of saw that, like, like there was times where, like, okay, Booker is the score, but you know that when the pick and roll happens and you have like, let's say Brunson guarding you, why don't you take Brunson? Unless you can't, but we figured it's Chris Paul. He should be able to take him, create something, but it seems that he was more eager to pass. So Brunson, Brunson might be the most underrated player in the league right now. Oh yes. Yeah. yeah he's solid. He, he going to get paid this, this summer. Yeah. I, I hope Dallas can retain him, but I just don't know. It might cost him too much. But um, you get blown out by 33. Uh, All that barking and woofing at people and standing over people looks so, so stupid. It just looks terrible. Like, you're not tough. If you get blown out by 33, you're not tough. Blown out by 33 in a game seven. Two of your starters should have fouled out. Right. Once I realize this isn't going to work, somebody's going to the ground. (laughs) You know, and... I think the, basketball right there. The, the game seven piece of it. Yeah, <laughs> you're not wrong. That shit, like, yeah, it's not a popular response. Like, you can't win, beat shit out of them. Like, that's not a popular response, but look, man. I need, I want this in your head next year. <laughs> exactly. And I, I can't emphasize enough the game seven piece of that equation, though, because we've seen teams get blown out. Hell, we've seen teams get blown out that's this what, year. That's why I'm just calling it so fake. Like, 
all that scowling and shit. Yeah. And then to get blown out by 33 points in game seven. Yeah. Shut up. Like, you know, shut up. I, I heard a stat about Paul is he's never won a game when he's faced elimination after the first round. That that just goes back to killer instinct. Like mm-hmm. he just doesn't have it. I don't know if it's that. I just uh I don't it's tough. Like uh how can you really dump it all on Chris? He's a point guard. If anybody relies because on anybody else, he is the point guard. guard, he runs point on the team. Yeah, but he doesn't stop people in the post. He doesn't stop people from getting to the paint necessarily. Kirk Cousins doesn't make tackles. We give him shit all the time. Yeah. <laughs> you ever think it's that maybe the refs just don't like Chris? You don't hear a lot of positive things about Chris Paul as far as him, like being an all right person. I thought he was a dick, but that's just beside the point. That Patrick Beverly tells it. He's Satan. Oh, God. I swear to God, he must have slept with Pat Beverly's wife or something. Oh, I... <laughs> <laughs> I'll never forget Shaq and Chuck talking about them trying to get to the uh well whose locker room was it? it was, um, trying to fight somebody. It was the Rockets and Clippers. I forget who the Rockets Rockets Clippers. Clippers. Yeah, the Clippers were trying to get into the Rockets Rockets, I think. And Shaq and Chuck could not hold it together. They just couldn't believe that somebody called the police. <laughs> said, police, can you help me? Chris Paul's coming to get me. <laughs> 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 that was great. I don't know. I don't like dumping on the guy because he's a skilled basketball player. He's a good one of the best point guards probably ever. I'm not putting him in like the top ten, but I'd say ever. You know, like he's top fifteen or twenty probably. Wouldn't you say top fifteen, ten, fifteen players or top ten team point guards, point guards, point guards, oh, top ten point guard. Yeah, top yeah, 10. yeah. So I mean. I don't know. When do you think he had a championship team? Houston. Last year. Oh, last year. Yeah, last year. All right. Well, Giannis was too much for him last year. They didn't have no answer for him. Nobody does. Yeah. But, okay. To, the, to then, though, Stockton and Malone had championship teams. Just because they ain't in the Jordan doesn't mean they didn't have a championship team. No, they didn't win the championship, that, but they compete, They could have competed for the championship. That's the thing about those Utah teams. They had championship teams for, like, years. Yeah. yeah. And they just yeah. ran into the wrong opponent. It's all that uh, – White supremacist bad karma coming back to living out there in Utah. <laughs> Damn Mormons. Bunch of fucking honkies and mountains. <laughs> Not a good combination. No. <laughs> I guess that's one of the reasons why Donovan Mitchell went out of there. Let me ask you something. I've read something. We're just gonna we're gonna go off the rails. Yeah, why not? The sense a lot of the inbreeding that happened in Appalachia was due to the fact that people couldn't cross mountains they wouldn't go over the mountains there were certain areas where you couldn't just like go to the next valley so i'm sitting here thinking i was like i would go to the ends of the earth before i fucked my sister <laughs> like there's no mountain high enough ain't no valley ain't low no- enough <laughs> yeah there's nothing there's, i will yeah <laughs> i will supreme my way right to another one there's no nothing nothing you could fucking are you serious a mountain <clears throat> Shit, I'll ride a goat over that bitch. <laughs> or is it laziness? It was like, ah, eh, no, that, that's not <laughs> I, lazy. Okay, no, no, dude, I am lazy. I yes, need that fucking I lazy. lazy. There's, no, bro, there's no way. There's no way. No way. I am playing video games while working lazy. I ain't mm. fuck your sister lazy. Mm. <laughs> no, because uh, what are your choices? Crazy. Grandma, ma, sister. Oh, yeah, cousin. Yeah. Uh, for a, because of a mountain shit, I, I invented tunneling. <laughs> Look at this, I can blast. <laughs> How much dynamite I, you got? If I keep doing this successively <laughs> and, re- and repeatedly right through this area here, I don't have to sleep with my sister. That'd become my life's mission. I'd die at 77 virgin. <laughs> One big right arm. <laughs> you have the wrong, you have uh, your right arm like the rock. 
Yeah, right on Mike the Rock because John Henry ran out of dynamite <laughs> and started punching through the mountain. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Not even ten o'clock yet. Nope. Nope. Oh, I haven't man. even got to the second section yet. Look at <laughs> this is what happens this when we take a week off. Yeah. yeah. Envy, man. Yep. It's you're gonna make us, boom. You're gonna make us hold it in. We're gonna let it go. <laughs> I can say something, but I won't. But not with, but not with our sisters. We've all made that perfect no. clear in the last, no. last few seconds. Hell no. Anyway, getting, getting back to the topic at hand about Donovan oh, Mitchell, where, where is he going to be next year? That was probably the worst segue in any segue ever, right there. Was just, <laughs> Dude, I wouldn't find it. That was horrible. That was horrible. That was horrible. It was us, it was was us potentially fucking uh, our sisters. Let's get that correct. <laughs> Speaking let's of, get that oh, correct um yeah well, i like broccoli it could be a car malone yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh oh yeah um that's a good question um i think he'll go somewhere out east um i would like to see him in dallas with, with luca but i don't think that'll happen but oh, a back court with them explode <laughs> But um, you made me not. You you didn't want to do a show last week. We could not do a show last week, so we did. So I just you made me hold it in. the the guy The damn group chat's been kind of dead this week. You guys are weak. Um, so like, I don't know what you want from me, but you're getting it right now. (laughs) Okay, so Um, I'm going to ask the the really stupid question because I kind of have to. Is there mm-hmm. any chance that he signs with Orlando if they have a decent draft? <laughs> no, man. I hope not. We've had, we got enough average two guards. <laughs> yeah, not at all. Come on. Mm-mm. No, I like Donovan Mitchell, but I don't know. Can we find something that seems emotionally stable? Not if they want to come to Orlando. Because if you want to move to Florida, you're not emotionally stable. <laughs> I mean, I like Jaden Suggs. I think give him a couple I like, I like Suggs. I like Suggs yeah. as a point guard. Okay. That's a big-ass big point guard. Yeah, that's yeah. the point. Just like quarterback. I, I, I like Fultz. I don't think Fultz is a starter. Uh, somebody, a coach came out in the news, one of the college coaches that he played against, and said he tried to get NBA teams to not draft him because he knew he wasn't a first-rounder. That's yeah. really easy to say after all this has happened. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, I, I, I like his story. I like his comeback story, and I like him as a person. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think he's a starting point guard in the NBA. I, he's a solid rotation player. I don't mm-hmm. think he's a starting point guard. No, I agree. I, I think Suggs can be. He's basically what Russell Westbrook turned into. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't NBA turning into where the backcourt is interchangeable? Like either guard can be point or shooting? As long as the shooting guard has good uh, good handle. Yes. Or a small forward. Yeah. Whoever. You got, you got to have somebody that can move the ball. Yeah. And break a press and all that stuff. Yeah. Like, well, I shouldn't. I'll say this. Like, I see Jalen Suggs as a developing poor man's uh, Brandon Roy is how I see it. Damn. Don't do that to him. God damn. No, no ca- he has no cartilage in his knees? <laughs> Jesus I'm Christ. I'll talk about pre-knee injuries. Brandon Roy was that guy. I see a lot of that in Jalen Suggs. Dora Dama says your career will be over in three years. <laughs> no, I, no I, don't, I definitely don't hope that for him. But because, again, he's interchangeable. He plays defense. He can pass. If he's open, he'll hey, hit. Like, I, like, I do see him. I like the guy, but how much are players actually developing after they hit the league nowadays? Like it's like they got like a year or two, and then they're going to max out. Yeah, for the most part, I'm sure there's some exceptions, but for the most part, okay, get in, get your feet wet, improve, and then you're either working out uh, physically, like lifting weights, to just maintain gain strength. What what year is this for Tatum? 
What year is this for Jason Tatum? Three? Oh, he's been leading more than that. Has he? Three yeah. or four? Whatever year it is, I know the Sixers kicked themselves in the foot. Right 2017 now. was when he was drafted. The same year as Markel Fultz. They took Markel Fultz over uh, Jason yeah. Tatum. Hell yeah. That's what we should do. We should make a list of the players Orlando skipped in the last, like, ten drafts. Well, don't forget, Orlando didn't pick Fultz. Yeah, it was yeah. Philly that picked. Uh, yeah. Do you know who they picked that year? <laughs> this is fun. Orlando? No, no not, not, not Vec. Oh, then um, Aaron Gordon. No. Uh-oh. I'm scared. <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> Oh no! I, I somebody can't. off the wall. I know somebody. We're gonna be like, who? He's not even with the team, is he? No, yo, no, he's still with the team. He's still on oh. the, the active roster. Oh, somebody that's sitting down there waving towels and shit. They they, they picked this person over Donovan Mitchell, by the way. Oh, um, <laughs> and over Bam. Who is it? Mubamba. Jonathan Isaac. Oh Jesus! No, and that's oh. the problem. He has not played since he stood for Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think he's played a game since he stood in the bubble because he said he was standing for Jesus and not for social justice. See, but then you go to the Catholic Church and they tell you to get on your knees. You fuckers are so confused. <laughs> ah, damn. No, 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 no. They don't tell you to get on your knees after you're 18. <laughs> uh, no. Anyways. Anyways. I'm, I'm not going to say what I want to say there. I don't need any... I don't need, <laughs> I don't need any lawsuits from the guy that's so close to God. He needs a bulletproof car. <laughs> oh. No, but oh, I would do. I went to the Catholic Church, and I feel like they owe me for like one tenth of my future knee surgery. <laughs> Have you ever been to a Catholic Church the whole time, BJ? No, I'm dead serious. You ever been to one? Not There's a one. lot of squats. Stand, sit, kneel. Stand, sit, kneel. Stand, sit, kneel. Mm. Yeah, it, at one point I was like, I don't like. Look, when in Rome, if you invite me to a wedding, I'm going to go. If it's in a church, I'm going to go. If you need me to do certain things to not make people uncomfortable around you, I'll do it. I will. I'll do it. But at some point, I just sat there. My mom, my mom's like, get up. I'm like, nope. <laughs> Done. Done. I'm not your puppet. This is bullshit. You're all full of shit. Quick exercise. That's all. Quick exercise. Quick exercise. It's two and a half hours. <laughs> yeah. And then some. It's two and a half hours. <laughs> some people go there a couple times a week. Oh, wow. Yeah. I, I, I get less of a workout on the treadmill. I bet you like Irish people's knees crack constantly. <laughs> but, 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 that, but that goes back to my point. So there are, you're right, very few, very few occasions that it does happen. Where a player is in the league for three or four years and then blossoms into something, especially in the NBA, it happens more more so in the NFL. Because um, <laughs> they got about two years to figure this shit out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but in in the NBA, yeah, if if by year three you're not becoming the player they thought you were, they will cut your ass and they will not sign you. A la Aaron Gordon. I remember, Aaron Gordon was supposed to be the cornerstone for the match. Oh my. God, Aaron and Gordon. They paid was like him a, like he was gonna be. Oh. And uh, just no. Aaron Gordon was a Win Dixie brand Blake Griffin. <laughs> Pretty much. You know, and 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 again to bring it all for a circle, that shows just how great the front office is at Golden State. Because look look at the players they have. Now, granted, they have two lottery lottery. They players. just recruit basketball basketball players. All they yeah. do is recruit mm-hmm. basketball players. They find them, they scout them, and then they sign they sign them. And and they they sign the people that People don't think the size. Wiggins yeah. is a good example. Mm-hmm. Jordan Poole. No one was talking about Kaminga in the in the right. draft. They revived yeah, so Iguodala's career. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sean Livingston. Yeah. Sean yeah Livingston. But some of them were revived. Jeez, yeah. the car accident knees. Oh yeah, yeah. They revived a lot of careers. Even even Andrew Bogut had a, a stint where he was yeah. serviceable. Absolutely. Yeah. So and Bogut was a good player. I didn't mind. Bogut. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he's a tough, scrappy son of a bitch. And so was David Lee, who was on that yeah. team. Yeah. 
but but to, to your point, they pick players that fit their system, that they see something then that they can bring out, as opposed mm-hmm. to you know what, whatever the hell the Magic do. Oh, he he looks good. Let's just draft him. Like no, this is not how you build a team. Stop mm-hmm. it. <laughs> right. I don't know. I don't know what the Magic have going on. I just nothing makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's the thing. Like the Magic have good young players. Wendell Carter can be a really good center. Oh yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm I'm excited about this group specifically, yeah. but previous mm-hmm. to the no. past couple of years, like uh, when Hennigan was there, Rob oh. Hennigan, hockey he came over. Yeah, but he had a great strategy, and it never panned out. Like he was going to start moving people to acquire picks, and I was like, mm-hmm. yes, please. Do yeah, that. but he just couldn't draft anybody. He had he a good draft. strategy. He just couldn't draft. Right. But I mean, and you, you look at the, the magic roster now, and I don't mean to make this magic centric, even though if, if you want to give a season tickets, that's it's fine too. Um, <laughs> so, Insert small market team here. Yes. But other than the Bucks. So, so at guard, whether it's point or shooting, you've got Suggs, who is mm-hmm. really can be really solid. Small forward, you've got Franz Wagner. And center, you've got Wendell Carter. So you, you basically you need a score and a power forward. Yeah. And by power forward, and someone who's actually powerful, not some string bean. <laughs> so I am all for them getting Jabari Smith. 100% I'm on the Jabari Smith bandwagon. Um, Jabari Smith over, um, is it Ranchero? Ranchero? Yeah. Ranchero. Yeah. Yeah. Because Ranchero, he seems like a guy that you can, he can play right away. Well, Imagine the meeting. And and they both are. Um, okay. It just the the ceilings that I've I've heard the comps to, Bonchero's mm-hmm. comp ceiling is um, pre PED Richard Lewis, pre getting busted wow. for PED Richard Lewis. The comp for um, for Smith has mm-hmm. been a very very close to Charles Barkley. Really, Charles is that dude? Yeah. I don't know. There's not too many players I see in the league grab a rebound in the middle of five people and go straight up and dunk on all five. Yeah. Charles was doing that when he was younger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shit, he, he did was it six four. Phoenix. Doing that. Yeah. I thought he was six six, but either way, he he's was listed. Not... He's listed as six six, but yeah. no, well, he's like six five. Ch- Chuck will laugh about that. Chuck knows he's not six six. Yeah. But he was strong though, man. Like, yeah. and I can't imagine two decades of three hundred pounds has helped him be six four either. He's probably about <laughs> six two and a half. Yeah. <laughs> All his cartilage is firmly compacted. <clears throat> Where are the days cartilage, folks? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be interesting to see. Um, so, so with the draft, right? Uh, I also heard rumors that Holmgren, like as far as his, uh, as far as his ability to get to the basket, they said that like the reason why he's compared to Giannis, they said two steps that he's to the basket. Okay, is, what are okay. they going to do? To why can't they just say he's long? Right, but dude, you're, he's long. He's not. He's not like Giannis. No, right. no. I mean, how many? What's Giannis weigh? Two sixty, two seventy now. Something like that. I think it's two fifty. Chet's a legit 70 pounds away from that. He looks like he's 180. Yeah. yeah. So Giannis is listed at 6'11", 242. I bet you Chet Holmgren's around 195 at best. He's listed at 7 foot 195. So he's basically Sean Bradley with a jump shot. Yeah, he's got got that Sean Bradley condition, whatever that is where your bone (laughs) shot. Here, I'm, they got him at 190. 90. Yeah. It's seven foot. That's that's not a lot of weight for a lot of surface I was, area. I was 190 at 6'2", and people would tell me that I need to lose weight. Or, <laughs> no, 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 I need to put on weight. Like, you need to put on some weight. Like, no, here I am 25 pounds later. That's <laughs> what you get for listening to him. Yeah, I listened. Chicken wings will do it. Won't do that again. I don't yeah. know. If somebody's going to tell me to eat more chicken wings, I will I'll probably eat them. <laughs> 
So, so true story. My wife went to Publix today. She's like, I, I'm going to do it. I'm going to be a flirty. I'm going to get their, their chicken. I'm like, oh, damn time. <laughs> and she's like, oh, it's just not as good as I thought it was going to be. Oh, my God. <laughs> you don't know chicken. You know what? Go eat a piece of KFC chicken now and see what happens. Like, yeah. It's just not the same. I just read that Jokic, Giannis, uh, and uh, Luca have been named to all NBA first team. Three quarters of all or three fifths of all NBA first teams now foreigners. Well, you had a had something in the group chat. I guess it was last week. It was just we didn't do the show. It was the past three, four MVPs have been foreign born. Mm-hmm. There, there's what? something to that. Yeah, they they work on skill and fundamental. Yeah. What, what, not, you mean hero ball is not the best way to play basketball? I don't know. It seems to make people a lot of money, so they keep doing it. Well, yeah. Uh-oh. Have so you selling your soul to the NRA? But what's that? You know, what's got that doing? <laughs> um, have you guys been watching the uh, uh, NBA Africa games at all? No, I haven't caught those. Dude, I got four kids. I'm lucky I can watch the games that are on now. Man, look, if you guys get a chance, if if the United States, if they're not if they're not careful, man, Africa's going to catch up. I saw a lot of ball movement, a lot of pick and roll, like a lot of fundamental basketball. And I'm like. Well, okay, you know, a lot of, you know, pick and roll, they were, you know, Euro stepping, but at the right times, like, I was just impressed with the ball movement. Basketball's, basketball has not been America's game for a decade now. No. Yeah. Maybe longer, 20 years. Uh, so we just have more talent. We have more numbers of talent. Only because of the foundation that was laid here playing basketball for, what, 100 years or so? But the, the team aspect, no. Not since the skill aspect is is been erased. Also, there may be more like physical talent, yeah, but the skill the skill level is being erased by the Europeans very quickly. Very quickly. I mean, three I fifths of the three fifths of first team NBA, all NBA, yeah. Europeans. Yep, and more coming. There's yeah. more coming. Not to mention probably the three most skilled players. I don't know. You can't put Giannis up there skilled yet. Not one of the most skilled players. He's working on the jump shot still. Okay. But Luca, so Luca, and Jokic, as far as skills, them. Now the thing with Luca, and don't get me wrong, I love Luca's game. I think he's he's a great player. Does the team kind of just stand around more when he has the ball? I noticed when he was out for a couple of games against Utah. There was more movement, and Brunson really kind of led the team a lot better. Mm-hmm. Is that well, just because the, the team just kind of see, oh, Lucas here, we're good? I don't know if it's good. that as much as it, it, he may try to work a driving kick situation, they're trying to be ready, but I don't, I don't think you should stop all cutting in hopes of that happening. Right. Now, I can tell during the game, he wants them to cut because I'm seeing him maneuver uh, the guy, Finney Smith, like move like move like I'll, I'll find you just move he's like, oh okay and then he'll work the baseline things of that nature um but they need to get luca he does need another star or at least another score he needs some, he, he needs help. i don't think he needs another star i don't think he would turn it down but he needs another score he needs right. another option right shashevsky coined a term when jj was in college called jj watching where the guys would just stand around and wait for yeah. jj to do it mm-hmm. yeah that may be some of that going on yeah. And go back to, you know, Jason Kidd's in over his head. 
I don't yeah. think so. So you don't, you don't think Jason, you don't think Jason Kidd's got that under control? I think that Jason would need to. I I think Jason deep down knows I got I got to get Luca help. I got to get another score. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's work to be done on the roster, but I think yeah. it's good. They just need help. Yeah. Um. I did. Uh, I saw a tweet that um that Gobert made mentions of Dallas and how he likes their team and whatnot. So and they need help scoring. They don't need you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to provide? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's exactly. like you putting a tweet out there. It's like, yeah, I, I, I've got interest in Tyra Banks. Okay, we'll cool. You, Moving on. Tell you what. <laughs> tell me Tyson Chandler wouldn't be what Rudy Gobert was now if he was just starting his career right now. Tyson Chandler. Tyson Chandler. You see what I'm saying? I don't, Tyson Chandler I, don't, I, don't, I don't think Rudy's that good. No. Tyson Chandler is a whole nother level. Like, I'm talking about, like, he's a seven-foot guy shooting three-pointers, and he had – he recorded, I think, 20 blocks in an AAU game. 20 blocks. That's effort. I don't care how big you are. Well, 20 blocks. And that, that leads me to my last basketball question for, for this segment. Will we ever see another triple-double of blocks? Probably. With, with the way that teams are shooting – more and more threes and not driving as much? I think so. It, it may be uh, – may take a while. Yeah. The, the NBA runs in cycles. You got to remember, like, yeah, the big man could come back into fashion here shortly. The game might slow down a little bit. Yeah. Oh, don't get talking about if someone like Shaq was to be born yeah. today, he yeah. would dominate this league. Like, he yeah. would score yeah. 35, 40, 40 then, a night. And then we all know how GMs are. They'll be searching for the next Shaq. So that would slow yeah. the whole league down. Yeah. yeah. Which, you know, realistically may not be a bad thing because the three-point shot is out of control. Right. So yeah. many teams, that's all they do. They don't – if it's not falling, they don't know what to do. Yeah. <laughs> but I think, I think the Golden State model, I think it's going to be here for a while because what happens is, yeah, in today's NBA, you may have a shack, but on defense, you may be a liability, especially if they decide to put a small forward at center, right? You say, hey, you know what? If, you, if you're open, stroke him. And then it kind of forces him, okay, do I guard him? I can't guard him. He's faster than me. If he comes in the post, I'm going to murder him, but he's not going to come in the post. So it's kind of like, you know, like Popovich and, and certain coaches are, are able to uh, be a mastermind when it comes to, to matchups. And that's why I go to state. Okay. Uh, I, I let you talk because that's kind of what I do. But I, I just heard that you're saying that defensively Shaq wouldn't be able to play this year in, in the NBA now. No, he wouldn't, depending on the team. He DJ, wouldn't be able to play against you. Golden State. He wouldn't be able to play against the Golden State. No. Shaq would tell you that. No, because he couldn't switch. Right. He couldn't switch. Exactly. Everything is switched now. Everything is switched. Now, if he was going up against uh, like a Rudy Gobert or something, yeah. But like, if everything's switching, he's going up against today's Golden State. He will be a liability. Okay. Oh, so here, here's, I think here's I the think Orlando, though. You go ahead, and then then I'll go. Orlando Magic Shaq could play. Yes, not three hundred thirty pound Shaq. Right. Not Absolutely. not Cleveland Cavaliers Shaq. Right. No. Lakers Shaq could. <laughs> Magic Shaq could. Not Phoenix Suns Shaq. But here and here's the difference. Not every team is Golden State. Right. Okay. Golden State has Steph and Clay 
and ball movement that is Athena Beauty. What does what do the Atlanta Hawks have? Trey Young. <laughs> what does Dallas have? Luca. Yeah. What does Phoenix have, especially with Chris Paul falling apart? Devin Booker. Okay. Shaq may not be able to be on the court that much against Golden State from a defense defensive perspective, from, from a switching perspective. But he can guard can, most of the this league. Yeah. I believe the young Shaq, like BJ said, the young Shaq, I think he'll be able to switch. He he was more agile. The more muscular he got, like he was still able to, you know, dunk and be athletic. But the young Shaq, I, I don't know if you guys remember, but uh, it was when they were playing against the uh, it was they were playing against the Nets, and that's when he brought down the uh, Wait, which goal or whatever. Brought down the whole stanchion. Right, he switched and guarded um, Kenny Anderson that game like he was switched because it was a matchup penny got caught with someone else and no matter of fact penny i no, i think i was you before penny got drafted but he he was guarding kenny anderson and was it had him in front of him so that shack i believe that shack will be able to maintain yeah and and i again i go back to if if magic shack or even laker shack played against golden state he probably would still be on the court because you're talking about a matchup nightmare. Yeah, Draymond might pull him out from, you know, from you know the paint. Okay, cool, fine. Every time down the court, Shaq against Draymond. Who's winning that? <laughs> you I mean, <laughs> y'all can. <laughs> Shaq might average fifty points that series. Barbara he may not win, but he might average 50, 55 a game. Oh no! Oh no! He would. He would. Actually, you know what? Uh, Adam, you, you're onto something because actually, like, depending on who the coach is, like, if it was Phil Jackson, Lakers going against Golden State, what he would do is he would slow the game down, and just give it to Shaq. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck it. Now think about it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's about coaching. Yeah. The right coach can beat. Uh, well, you know what? Even the Miami Heat Shaq with, with the Pat Riley, because Golden State, they like to get out and transition, slow the game down, get the Shaq, slow, you know, slow the game down. Get the get the shooters as try to get them as cold as you can. Slow the game down. They are gonna follow him. He gets to the free throw line. Hopefully, he makes his free throws. But yeah, it, like let let's say that Shaq was playing against, you know, LA Shaq or Magic Shaq was playing against Boston right now. Who's yeah, who's stopping him? Grant yeah. Williams. Grant yeah. Williams ain't stopping him. Robert Williams not stopping. They're not stopping him. Well, here's the thing. If he winds up on a guy like Horford, Horford can step out and hit the three. And if Shaq is yeah. guarding anybody that can hit the three, he's opening up himself up to a whole host of problems. Right. Right. He's going to be less effective defensively. The lanes will be open behind him. And uh, if you're moving around more, you may be a little more tired on the offensive end too. So right. just a thought. Right. Which would force the coach to, to do a, a zone, which yeah. is those that work in the NBA. <laughs> well they they don't work against really great three-point shooters right and again they don't, they don't work against above average three-point shooters you ain't yeah. fucking great trust yeah. me i'm a syracuse fan i've watched it you can if you hit if you can hit anywhere near like 45 percent i bet you beat the zone 80 percent of the time yeah. maybe higher it could be higher and, and that's about my i've been watching a lot of these games and teams will shoot 30 percent from threes and they're shooting like 50 of them. <laughs> like, it ain't working. Yeah. Yeah, they're, vol- they're volume shooting at this point. Yeah. yeah. So, I might only yeah. made 30, but I took 100. 
Ah, okay. <laughs> hey, so he scored just, 90. Perfect. The, the, the James Harden just he's just needs to shoot more. Oh, it's so <laughs> annoying. Like we're, we're suffering a quality over quantity thing here. It's starting to suck. Didn't Reggie Miller was the one that says that, hey, you got to shoot your way out of a slump? <laughs> okay, John Starks. Oh, everybody said that. That's what, that was that was when, that was Marvel, I remember that during during the '95 finals. Well, I remember when Stark needs to shoot himself out of it. No, he shot himself with a foot. <laughs> they said that shit about Nick Anderson back in the early '90s too, when he was having trouble shooting. He was sloop, shoot, he's having trouble up, shooting because he had the yips. Shoot him, shoot him out of the slump. <laughs> he's just not a shooter, and you want him to be. That's what it is. <sighs> they didn't want to get rid of Nick Anderson because he was the number one first pick ever, but yeah. like they could have used a better shooter in that pocket in this two yes. guard slot. Three guard or three. And Nick was a point. Nick was point guard. Penny was the point guard. And before before Penny, Nick was the point guard. No, before that, it was Scott Skiles. Yep. So yeah, it wasn't Nick Anderson was a shooting guard. Yeah. yeah. So, but I, he was I, a, Nick Anderson was a two three. Okay. Yeah. 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 He he couldn't shoot himself out because his problem was not. Hey, I just need to get hot. His problem was the yips. <laughs> it happens. Just as Chuck Knobloch. So Nick Nick Anderson did not look six six. Yeah, he played he played shooting guard his whole career except for two years in Orlando where he played three. And that was eighty or ninety-eight, ninety-nine, and ninety-seven, ninety-eight. And I'm guessing that's because he got slower. Mm-hmm. Probably. And I think yeah. that was that was after Shaq and when Penny was hurt. He never averaged more than 15 points a year, 15 point eight, 19, 19 twice. And that was Shaq's rookie year and the year after. So yeah. we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be back. Want more Sandlot Sports? Just follow us on Facebook at Sandlot Sports or on Twitter at Sandlot Sports21.